The following show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and most major platforms. And now, stay tuned for Rude Oil. Hello and welcome to another episode of Rude Oil with Amr al-Hilal. First of all, I'm deeply humbled and thankful for the messages of support and feedback I received concerning the pilot episode. It means a lot to me and I hope you'll continue to patronize this podcast. Today I'll basically continue to touch on some of the issues that we dealt with in the first episode. Of course, the elephant in the room is corruption. For the past couple of decades, activists and writers have been highlighting this major problem. The pandemic, COVID-19's effect on the country has been transformative, but by and large, not in a good way. It has exposed the fallacies of the state, mismanagement, weak logistical supply chains, demographic imbalance, alongside hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants, a result of human trafficking. The antiquated civil state methodology, lack of proper internal food security, weak financial planning, and lack of non-oil sources of income, among other issues. So basically we're broke, and we're clueless where to go next. You know, they still work in five- and ten-year plans here, like some relic of the Soviet era. Unqualified men making plans for stuff 20 years down the road they will never be accountable for. And we're sick of it. Their idea of development here is a new central bank building, a ministry, or a new prison. Or a bridge to nowhere. A bridge too far. That's the country in a nutshell. We need annual plans, not 10-year plans. We need annual plans with proper targets and KPIs. We need fiscal responsibility and decision makers who are held accountable for the non-execution or delay of any projects or any money pits that might arise. Enough. No more undersecretaries or assistant undersecretaries getting shuffled around or getting four-year terms renewed for not meeting targets, for basically being unproductive. No more cronyism. He's fine with us, and he'll do what we tell him, so keep him in his spot. Because all you're doing, basically, is creating a state within a state. And we all wrote about this and highlighted this and tweeted about this. And we said Kuwait during its fiscal heyday should have invested wisely in its development. And it didn't. And it's the difference between being a state with a future, a safe, modern, thriving metropolis, or a dilapidated state, broken down, corrupt state with no future. And they did absolutely nothing when they had the chance. And they had resources, they had everything going for them. And they did nothing. And now we're stuck in a country 
that didn't bother to upgrade its infrastructure, its tourism, airports, electronic government, internet, ITs, roads, and so forth. We are way behind other Gulf states infrastructure-wise. Which brings me to taxation. The government has been wanting to do this for a while. But under the shadow of a fiscally irresponsible state and uncontrolled foreign aid and grants, this is problematic. We're not going to accept this. Which is why the public now is dismissive of any talk of taxation. Our quality of life has to improve. Our services have to improve. Our bureaucracy has to be eliminated. Our infrastructure has to be improved. And we need to see all that. And we need to see money put to good use. Not to mention political representation. No taxation without representation. If they're going to treat Parliament like some kind of a rubber stamp, house of fools, that they can just blow off for months on end, and if they don't like the election results, they can just press reset, and then we all have to go out and vote every six months or every year or every two years or so. And this is coming from a parliament that is basically toothless, constitutionally toothless anyways. Because you've got 50 members, and then you've got another 15 members who are ministers. So they're members of parliament. So basically you have 65 members. And parliament needs 43 members to overturn any government decision. The government, though, only needs six or seven MPs to block anything. So basically you need an 86% majority in parliament to veto the government. Come on, it's ridiculous. And the reason I mentioned parliament is because we, the, the only thing we had going for us in Kuwait was democracy, parliament, freedom of speech, freedom of the press. And the state has managed throughout the years, sometimes with the help of parliament, to impose laws and regulations that diminished that democracy. So we ended up with neither development nor a proper democracy. And speaking to people from all over, young and old, middle class merchants, uh, loyalists, uh, opposition, and we all agree on one thing, There's no way we're going to pay taxes under such a situation now in Kuwait. Lack of transparency, corruption, mismanagement. We've all lived in this... Imagine living in a broken down home and the heads of the household or the home have a lot of money but they'd rather not spend on the home. They'd rather upgrade the neighborhood, beautify the neighborhood, improve the neighborhood hand out cash all around. And now suddenly, and we never benefited from the gravy train, now suddenly they're coming to us and saying, listen, from now on, strap on, you know, the good life is over, you're going to have to pay taxes, and you're going to have to sacrifice. Well, we're not going to sacrifice. We simply won't. Not under these circumstances. They need to prove to us they're serious about reform. Because right now, we're confused. What are we seeing? What are we hearing? Is it lip service? Are they serious about reform or just playing around? You can't have business as usual under corona, under a fiscal meltdown. It's unsustainable. And we're all going to get hurt. 
So if you're based in Kuwait, if you live here, think about what I said. Agree? Disagree? Leave feedback? Rate the show? Wait for the concluding message on how to do so. And until next time, goodbye. This episode of Rude Oil has ended, but make sure you subscribe and rate the show. If you want to leave a voice note, visit www.anchor.fm forward slash Rude Oil.